Hello, Tome Show listeners. This is your Tome editor, Sam Dillon, and I am here to bring you exclusive Gen Con D&D audio. This is coming to you, just like in previous years, unedited and uncut. We hope you enjoy it, and if you like the show, please visit our Tome Show sponsor, Noble Knight Games, where Out of Print is available again. And if you visit their site, please tell them that the Tome Show sent you. This episode of the Tome Show is brought to you by Noble Knights, where Out of Print is available again, and listeners like you, thanks for using the Tome's Amazon and D&D Classics affiliate links. We are here live at Gen Con 2015 doing our pre-con conversation. What are we looking forward to? I am sitting in, in a room with Mike Shea. It is so weird hearing you do that live. You should talk louder, though, because they can't Oh, it is, it is so weird hearing you do that live. Yeah, and I, and I get this voice going that and I don't they, normally it, do it, it in your it, life. It, it creeps me out far more than I thought. Awesome. Also with us is James Intricaso. Hey, hey, what's going on? It's me. Not doing a voice. Not doing a voice. <laughs> but I can do my, uh, hello, welcome to the D&D Roundtable. Yeah. Hey. 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 Now people know who you are. And right. also yeah. with us from D&D V&G, Rudy Basso. Hello. And Michelle's over there in the corner. Alright, so um, we don't really have a script or a plan or any of that, but we're here at Gen Con 2015 and we're going to chat about sort of what we're looking forward to and what we're, our expectations are, and then we will gather again like Saturday night or Sunday morning and sort of touch base and see uh, how it all played out and whether it met our expectations. And meanwhile, I'll also be running around to seminars and recording things from Kobold and Green Ronin. So that's the plans. Uh, Rudy, what are you looking forward to at Gen Con this oh, year? Oh, man. So this is our second Gen Con. James and I went Woo! for the first time last year. And it was Water Park! Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it was kind of like see everything, feel it out, get our bearings. This year we have such a packed schedule. We're going to seminars. We're playing card games. We're playing board games. We're playing all sorts of stuff we've never done before. So this is this is our our sophomore Gen Con is really just action packed uh, as far as sitting around a table and rolling dice can be when uh, when you're talking action. <laughs> So we're really excited. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. What, what game are you most looking forward to playing? Oh my goodness, Thirteenth um, Age probably. That's one that I've been wanting to play for a long time, and we got into a game, uh, yeah. and we're really, really excited. Plus, we're going to play Night Spike Agents, which is uh, uses the Gumshoe system. And this game we set up through Twitter thanks to a, a lovely gentleman named Billy White. We tweeted out that we missed all the scheduled games and we wanted to play one, and he tweeted back saying, "Hey, I got a con game." So you guys can come play it with us. So that's what we're going to do. And Jeff, you're going to join us for I that am. game. It's, gonna be, it's the only game I'm playing this year. <laughs> Gun, so better yeah. be good. It will. It will. It will. Yeah. yeah. He's a legit designer who helped create Knights Black Agents. Uh, I don't know if he was involved in that, but he's definitely a published game designer. Okay. Yeah. So it's not some rando. One of the other things that people do at Gen Con is do their game shopping. There's the big exhibit hall and all kinds of, of crazy stuff. Are you making any plans for purchases? Um, keep my eye out on some of the board games. I'm a big Gale Force 9 fan. They make some really great stuff. Mm-hmm. I know that they were demoing their Sons of Anarchy game last year. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to take a look at that. They're doing a WWE wrestling board <laughs> game that James and I had scheduled. We're still hoping to try it out. I don't know if it's... If they're actually selling copies, but we wanted to demo that. And then I'm just going to take a look at some of the stuff Fantasy Flight has got. I know their Imperial Assault game from mm-hmm. Star Wars is really good, and maybe I was hoping to catch an eye on that. But, uh, yeah, that's about it. Just board games for me. Awesome. Mm-hmm. 
James. Woo! Since it's a natural transition, since you two came together and are, I think are playing games a lot together. We are, we are, yeah. Uh, you know, I, like Rudy, I'm very excited to, like, actually have a ton of stuff on the schedule. Um, we'll see if we get, like, con crud or anything like that because we've packed too much in. Uh, so I'm really excited to, on Sunday... We're going to do True Dungeon for the yes. first time. Oh, yes. Yeah. It's so, one of those things I've always wanted to check out, but it's expensive. It's it like, is. It's like, what, it 40 is. bucks a ticket or something? Yeah. yeah. Holy yeah. cow. Yeah. So it was, uh, it definitely was a big investment, but we've heard so many good things about it. Uh, most recently from Mike and Michelle Shea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> recently, like a half hour ago. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so, so we're going to try that out. And before that on Sunday, uh, the... Gamer to Gamer podcast uh, on this very Tome Show feed uh, will be interviewing Kenneth Height, who is the creator of Knights Black Agents, which we will be playing the Saturday before we interview on Sunday. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm really looking forward to sort of having that experience. As far as stuff... I to, didn't even know you set that up. Yeah, awesome. yeah. <laughs> we set it up through uh, Wade Rocket. Uh So I just emailed him and I said, like, hey, who's at Gen Con that we could interview for Gamer to Gamer? Here's some times that I'm free. Uh, And he was like, why don't you talk to Ken? Uh, so yeah, that'll be great. Can guy. you uh, can you pass along my Knights Black Agents feedback? Which is, it's sad that I don't get to play a vampire in a <laughs> vampire game. <laughs> you want to take the other side of it? Yeah, I will definitely. I mean, I guess I never even thought about that. But... <laughs> I'm kind of kidding. It doesn't work out that. Way. That's my first reaction. I was like, I have a vampire character ready to go. Like, what are you crazy? <laughs> what? You get to be normal people. You're the bad guys. You're killing the be a normal person. Well, I mean, you're far. You're like James Bond yeah. versus vampire. Yeah. So you know who who doesn't want to be James Bond? Who doesn't want to be a vampire? Uh, that's uh, well, yeah, that's uh, true. I, I want to kill vampires. White Wolf, yeah, that's, <laughs> White Wolf has yeah, that that's a whole other genre. <laughs> yes. right, yeah. People that want to no, be vampires, but, but their in their like existence depends on the fact that people want to play vampires. <laughs> <laughs> that is definitely true. If their existence is based on the fact yeah. that probably twenty percent of the players believe they are vampires. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so I'm looking forward to that. And then as far as purchases go, um, you know, I'm hoping that all... We're playing Legends of the Five Rings. We're playing 13th Age. We're playing Swashbucklers, um, which is this crazy game. So I'm hoping that uh, one of those games lights my fancy. And then I'm also looking for... Maybe I can use this time to get some recommendations. Uh, my girlfriend... Doesn't play RPGs, but really likes board games. And I'm looking for good two-player games that I can play with her. Uh, So maybe if this WWE thing takes (laughs) off, uh, sounds like a great two-player game. (laughs) Michelle is shaking her head (laughs) violently. Uh, But yeah, maybe there's there's some cool two-player games that I can play. They have to be two-player? They don't have to be, but, you know, sometimes it's just us. There's a couple of really interesting role-playing games in a box systems that kind of bridge that gap between role playing and, and board games. Nice. But there I think they're more than one. Uh, what's the You like Love Letter. Yeah, Love Letter's fantastic. That's far from you could you could role play Love Letter. You familiar with Love Letter? I'm not. Oh <laughs> it's it's my favorite card game. It's like twelve oh, okay. it's like twelve cards, right? It's like twelve playing cards together. And it's a one hand one card per hand card game. 
Nice. Uh, very popular. Like wow. it's, it's gotten a lot of attention. Yeah, I'm sure you, you can pick it up here for a few bucks. Comes in a little beautiful red velvet bag. <laughs> and for some reason, in, in our in our relationship, I'm the one who loves it. Right? <laughs> Michelle, Michelle can kind of give or take love letters, but I'm, 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 I think love letters fantastic. Oh, nice! So, I'll definitely yeah. check that. That's a, that, yeah, it's like the best. Like, what, what's the genre of love letters? Uh, it's Renaissance. Uh, the goal is that you're a suitor to a princess trying to get her a secret message through her network of courtesans. Okay. And whichever courtesan you give it to is kind of your score. You know, do you give it to the king? But each one of them has a special power that affects everyone else. Uh-huh. So you're constantly playing against the other person. Uh-huh. And you have to avoid the guards. The guards are the most popular card type. And the guards can identify whoever the other one is by a guess. And uh, the hands go very quickly. The whole game takes very little time. Oh, and the hands, that each hand is could be, you know, literally, you know, could be 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's cheap, it's fast, it fits in a shirt pocket, and you oh, can wow. play it pretty much anywhere. Is it like uh, Mafia? You know, like the, the game where somebody is a Mafia member, and there's a cop, and they're trying to catch the Mafia person, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I don't know, I haven't played it. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. I mean, the weird thing about this one is literally the, the total deck size is like 18 cards, oh, 12 gotcha. cards. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's yeah. very, very small. Oh, yeah. all right. And, yeah. and it's neat. And there's Does been a, there's been a ton of... Future, James. Ooh. Yeah, <laughs> a little hotel room love letter. Don't tell Bong Rudy. Yeah, and um, yeah, like there, I think there've been a ton of clones of it as well because mm-hmm. the, the theme is so easy oh, cool. to kind of reskin. Yeah, so that sounds great. Yeah, it's really cool. All right, I was going to recommend um, last year. I was looking for something from to play with my kids, mm-hmm. um, and so I needed something that could play with just two or three players, but would also be easy for a non gamers type to. I mean, my kid's really into gaming, but he's also nine, right? So he can only <laughs> right. He can only get some complex, right? Um, and so you played Monster Hearts, and, and it was, no, it, it was uh, in the same vein. It was uh, King of Tokyo. Oh, yeah. so you're playing game. big kaiju monsters yeah. trying to fight over, and you could do that with just a f- one or uh, I think two or three players and, and do a decent game of sure. Tokyo. Yeah. And actually, I read that um, out on the the street in front of the convention center for Gen Con on Sunday, mm-hmm. like late morning, like ten or eleven o'clock, they're doing a giant. King of Tokyo game where, awesome. where they've got people dressed up as the monster. <laughs> yeah. roll, the kids are out there rolling giant dice. It's wild. It should be super fun. Oh yeah, yeah. So the um, the role playing game I was thinking of uh, is uh, Last Night on Earth. Oh, um, that's the zombie. That. It's a zombie, yeah, right? it's a, it's yeah, a zombie game, and it's kind of like the zombie nineteen sixty. You don't. Yeah. I'm not crazy about it. Yeah, there's <laughs> ways to break it. The priest, if you give him a chainsaw. Yeah, sometimes. Priest with chainsaw. Yeah, yeah. And Mike doesn't Mike sound like good role playing at all. <laughs> well, it's, it's the same. Like it's another PVE kind of game where like all the players sure. are working together working to try to defeat sure. whatever the bad guy. Gotcha. gotcha. Um, and that kind of gives it more of a role playing game feel. Uh, the other one is I think Mike Selinker has a new game that he kickstarted, uh, which is another kind of role playing game in a box that he put together. You can either okay. have a DM or not have a DM, and I bet he's demoing it here. Oh, okay. So that would probably be something. Oh, you can nice. even go older school um, and and look at Dungeon. Dungeon, uh, yeah, because that's that's play, the the, design, the idea behind the board game Dungeon was um, this guy's like, oh, let's come up with a way to do D and D without a DM, right? Yeah. Right. Because so, nobody wants to be the DM. Although, right. I'll tell you, the the better one is the new uh, Elemental Evil board game. Oh, oh the Avengers yeah. game? Fantastic. Fantastic. It's really I, I'm kind of, way better than the other games. Is it hard to pull on the Avengers system? Like, they're taking up, yeah, a, I know. They're taking up a ton one, of space on my yes, shelf, and I, I never played it. I was the same way. And Michelle got it for me for my birthday. We weren't, we weren't planning on getting it. And what makes it different is it's a campaign mode where your character progresses throughout the entire. Uh, so it's an actual story. You yeah. actually your character oh. you get these little tokens that make your guy better. Uh, as which you go is through it. yeah, really that's neat. like the uh, and wait, that's a two player one. Michelle and I yeah. play together. 
Yeah, Star Wars. The Star Wars Imperial Assault. Yeah, Imperial yeah, Assault. Same, 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 yeah. same kind of progress. Yeah. Ap- uh, Apocrypha, by the way, is the name that Mike Selinker just put out, which is another oh, role playing okay. game in a box. All right, cool. These there, are there great are a suggestions. Bunch of ideas yeah. for you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so that's that's you. Let's talk to Mike. What are you looking forward to? What are you going to buy? Well, uh, having uh, sitting in on a podcast with you guys <laughs> would be, that, that's would like be really highlight. great. That's like the yeah, highlight. That would be really great. So uh, I, I can go home. I'm happy. You got the four day badge on. Right I know. Now. Yeah, well, you, know. <laughs> you don't need it. You just need it in right, to my right, hotel. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, so I'm. I'm. What am I looking forward to? I'm looking forward to the things that I've signed up to do. Probably the things I'm looking forward to the most are the two uh, D&D Adventures League epic games that they're running on, uh, mm. I think it's Thursday and Saturday night. Those are the ones that go to like midnight? Yeah, well, so that's not <laughs> what, I'm, that's what I'm not looking forward to, is the fact that they're that they're, that they're 9, 9 p.m. Yeah. to midnight, and I'm old and I want to go to sleep at 10. So, <laughs> so that's going to be rough. The good news is i got a hotel room nearby, so it won't be hard for me to go from that game to... You do now, you didn't a few hours ago. I did ago. a few hours ago. <laughs> so, yeah. All, all the best things that have happened to Jake have already happened. Right, right, on yeah. yeah. Um, but so unlike the best part of your gen con is that you don't have to walk as far. <laughs> I think yeah. you're a gen con for yeah. the wrong reason. No, managing expectations, right? Okay. It's all about managing expectations. Um, so unlike previous gen cons, uh, I think Michelle and I we've been coming here like nine years, right? Or eight, eight, eight yeah, years. Just a time. little bit more longer than I have. Yeah. So we, so we've been coming here for a while. by a year or two. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. So we've, we've been coming for a while, and I've done it differently. We've done it differently every time we've come, mm-hmm. and. You know, do you not sign up for a bunch of stuff? Do you sign up for a bunch of stuff? Do you do half and half? You know, we've tried all different variations of it. And this year, my variant is I'm never leaving the Watsi area for four days. <laughs> so, you know, like, I, you know, last year I played 13th Age, I played Numenera, I played The Strange, I played a whole bunch of different RPGs that I don't typically get to play, which is a perfectly sound philosophy. Hey, that, already that's playing. their idea. Yes, yeah, yeah, which is yeah, a great thing to do to know. when you're playing a ton of D&D. Because I'm already playing a ton of D and D fifth, right? And but for some reason, I'm signed up for everything <laughs> possible uh, while I'm here. I mean, it's a great system. It is, yeah. and, and actually, yeah, I was talking to Michelle about this, which is that you know you can kind of have really good games or really bad games, but with D and D Adventures League games, like I mean, you can have some that are absolutely fantastic, mm-hmm. but even the worst ones are generally not that bad yeah. because <laughs> the system's pretty well known, and you know they've been running it, and you know there's kind of an expectation, and fifth. Sure. Fifth is a is I think a lot better as a con game than fourth was. Mm-hmm. Fourth, you could you could have bad DMs or bad yeah. you know bad <laughs> well, bad uh, adventures. If nothing else, <laughs> look, look at it this way: you run a ton of fifth edition D and D, right? Right. But this is your one time a year to play. Yeah. You know? So so you're getting. But in, I'm not a you're great not, player. You're not getting in <laughs> <laughs> because for that very reason. <laughs> you're, but yeah. you're not getting in your your exposure to other game time this year. Right. You're getting in your. This is yes. my time to be a yes. player. Yeah. Yeah. And I brought I brought like my four PCs. Yeah. Like four different characters. So I, what are yeah. your PCs that you Oh have? my god. So I have Cole, who's a rogue. No one wants to hear about my characters. <laughs> uh, I, barely, I, I barely want to hear about it. So I'll go real quick. Okay. So I have Cole, who's my rogue. Uh, he's a trickster rogue, and I only played him at last Gen Con. Mm-hmm. So the only, you know, he's been gone for a year. Right. And he missed the entire elemental evil side of it. And now he's jumping right into these demon, this demon problem. Range of demons, yeah. Yeah, the demon issue that's going on. Um, and uh, I have a uh, Dusty Boots, my yes. cleric. Uh, he's also, so all my characters have played in two adventures, and then all of the rest of their experience game from DM rewards. Right. So right. he's he's played in, you know, he's had two adventures for real and then all of the rest of his experience right. was either DM experience or getting boosted from uh renown to jump of the fifth. So he's a fifth and level so, player. So so he's fifth level but he really should be like halfway through. Yeah, first. he should be like halfway through first. Yeah. But, but he, yeah, but he's fifth. 
And um, so he's probably the he's my highest level character. I've played him a couple times. And oh, nice. he's, he's fun. Uh, I have a brand new wizard named Ash, who is uh, a very pompous, uh, flashy wizard. His miniature has him was one of the new Bones Kickstarter ones. I painted it like two days ago. Of his hands in the air with fire, like burning out of his hands. So he's like the you know if he survives because you there's know a, there's a, a Watsy or I guess it's Witzkiz now. There's a is there one with a wizard throwing I think, fire? I think it's a red wizard or whatever, but like he's he's mid like burning hands. Yeah, so this guy's mid. <laughs> so it looks like he's got suns. And, and I right, so I, so I actually tuned his spells based on the yeah. Right? Like, yeah. Well, he has to have burning hands. Like sleep is clearly the better choice, but I'll go with burning hands. Um, so uh, and he's never been played, but he's already level two. Um, because who would play a level one? Right, I actually would like to enjoy an adventure, so I'm, I'm, I'm jumping to level two so I don't get immediately killed. And with that flashy mini, every DM is going to pick fire. You know, they're like, hey, "Who's the guy with the fire?" Yeah, I hit him. Um, and well, that's the third. Yeah, the fourth is uh, my swashbuckler, um, who I did play in a couple of games. Uh, Flynn is his name. Oh, as a good swashbuckler name, right? And um, um, yeah, he fights with a cutlass and a dirk. And he uh, is—he just got to third again with DM experience, so he just picked up his maneuvers. And I've never played a character with maneuvers oh, before, nice. yeah. so it'll be fun to pick up maneuver dice. So you have a, a whole adventuring bucket. party that you, <laughs> yeah, can, yeah, right. So I pick right fighter. You know, I'm a fighter cleric. Rogue and wizard. And wizard, yes. Yeah, I picked nice. all. You don't, you don't need anyone else to show up to the game. You can just sit down. Right, I'll just be like, yeah, yeah, you guys. Uh, you guys go away. I got this. Yeah. <laughs> and if you run the drown tower, you could just run the game. Yeah, too. Like, yeah, yeah. I go into the bed. I go into the bed. Right. And there's a ring in there. I go get that ring. Yeah, yeah definitely. So. Nice. Yeah, so I mean, this whole con is about the end of the um, elemental evil campaign arc and the beginning of oh, the uh, Rage of Demons campaign arc. So they have two different epics. Nice. And uh, one is the closing of the other one, which I guess is level one to fifteen or something. Yeah, the level range is crazy. So I guess we're going to split everybody so, up. So the, so the newbies are going to get just yeah, just get wiped out. Dragon comes flies yeah. by. <laughs> right, oh, go home. Hey, remember that character you've had fourteen adventures with? They're dead. <laughs> um, so no, I, I, I assume they have all the groups broken up by group level and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and we played the epic last year, and it was a, it was a it was a really good time. Yeah, Teo, that, Teo that's that's that the uh, the multiple tables sort of all yeah, doing yeah. one big I don't yeah. know I don't know who wrote these this year. So you know? I'm curious, how does that work? Because I'm going to be doing the epics yeah. too. Yeah. And like it sounds cool, but is there, are there like runners between yes. the tables? So it's kind of like it's like Vegas. They have like pit bosses. Oh, so they nice. have like six tables, and each table has a has a has a, uh, uh, a judge. And then there's like a pit boss who's keeping track of what's going on with those six tables, and is passing up information about what those six tables did to the next groups wow, who pass neat. them up to the table to the main table. So they're kind of keeping track. And I think last year, like the big deal was like which one of the factions wins out. Mm-hmm. And of course, it turned out to be Cinderin. Because you know? <laughs> right. yeah. that's what everybody is playing. Right. Yeah. I think that was was that just raw popularity. That was the fact. That was the fact that I joined last year. Yeah, yeah. I didn't play the epic, but well, but I, ever I, did, I did a couple of games. And I, I was in. I still beat the Red Wizards of Fae. As far as I get to, I'm a Harper for life. Yeah, right. So I'm, all my characters are Harper. I, I well, that's the thing, right? Or I feel like I'm a Harper, so when I play a game, I'll be the Zen. So I'm just looking forward to playing you know, a ton of different D&D. Nice. Yeah. Uh, and what are you going to buy? Uh, I'll probably try? get Titan's Grave mm, and maybe yes. the, new age, uh, the New Age book. 
Yeah. Um, Which is a nice segue to me because that was my shopping list as well. Sorry. I think no, I stole it. Well, you mentioned it at dinner, so I yeah. just took yours. Yeah. Because <laughs> I really don't have it. <laughs> um, so, one thing that I think is really interesting apparently, over at the Dwarven Forge booth, they are selling Dwarven Forge by the pound. By the pound. By the pound. So, like, you can, they have, like, their, their new Dwarvenite, you know, the new Dwarvenite setups. And they, I, I don't know what they're going to have, but I'm going to go over and take a look. I don't know if I need any. I'm, I'm pretty well set. But yeah, I like their pricing model. Yeah, and they didn't say how much per pound, mm-hmm. you know, so. Yeah. Still, that's yeah, it's a lot to compare to Mac. But, but, that, right? but that, means, <laughs> that means you can get all the, the pieces you really need. I guess. Like, if you yeah. need, yeah, on the assumption somebody hasn't gone I need a bunch it. of accessories. I don't yeah. need more just, hallways. I just need walls, right. right. You know, just give me a ton of walls. Um, so I'll, I'll go take a look over there. Um, I want to pick up some, you know, can't can never have enough dice. Um, I want somebody to sell miniatures by the pound. There was there were places where they had because then I can d- then I can just buy yeah. my my horde of orcs or whatever. Yeah, you're trying to buy. I don't know if you've ever tried to buy minis in the in the hall before. It's not no, a, not no. a fun experience. No, and it's they're, like, they're just packed with people and everybody's trying to get their one. You know, right. and it's like going to the the places that are selling the the magic the individual magic cards and stuff. It's like I don't want to deal with that. Well, <laughs> the magic cards are better because at least they're spread out. This That's one they're right. usually small and and it's like. 18, you know, 18 people trying to go through one bin, you know, <laughs> bin full of minis. So. Luckily, Reaper took care of that for me, and now yeah. I, I'm, I'm never now that we're doing I don't need another mini for the rest of my life. <laughs> we barely run with minis anymore anyway. Yeah, I know, right? Now, so now, like, now that like I've got, a, yeah. like, 2,000 minis. Now that we finally really you know, guess how many Guess how many minis I brought to come here, you know? Six. I brought, oh, I didn't you know, even bring... Four of them are my PCs. I didn't even bring in books with me. The only thing I brought was pencils yeah. and my dice. Yeah, That's yeah. it. I, I'm pretty close. I'm pretty close. I am playing exactly one game this whole con, it's yeah. the Knights Black Agents game, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I have no idea what to expect, and so I'm just going to show up with my dice and a pencil yeah. Uh, yeah. and see how it goes. I brought I brought enough stuff so that when people only yeah. show up with the price of dice and a pencil, I can still <laughs> run a game. Yeah. 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 yeah, but you don't have any plans to run games, do you? You're not signed up to run games. I'm not signed up to run any games, yeah. but you know, just if I tend to. Yeah. Comes Every, yeah, so you mean after we're done recording, we can break up the Sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, uh, other than that, yeah, I'm going to get... Titan's Grave. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I'm still contemplating whether I'm going to get Titan's Grave and just rip it off into whatever system I want, or whether I'm going to buy the Fantasy Age system as well. Right. It looks like combined, they're like going to be like fifty bucks, so it mm-hmm. might just be worth it to get both of them. Mm-hmm. I know you have issues because you're flying, but I can yeah. I can take the weight. It's I drove heavy. I drove yeah. my ten hours here. Yeah. So I can take the weight. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so that's my shopping experience, and otherwise I'm going to be at, at seminars, and people will be hearing the, those seminars. It's interesting, and I wanted to, to, to talk to you guys a little bit about this as well. Um, most years, my Gen Con is coming as press and sitting in WOTC seminars, and there have been years where I just sit in one room the entire con for right. four days in a row <laughs> and record everything that WOTC does. Right. Uh, we, we who listen to those podcasts <laughs> salute you. So you yeah. Play, <laughs> so you, so my you next two weeks games. is listening yeah. to those podcasts so right. I can go play games. Right. So, which is fine, and I and I and I enjoy doing it, and that's why I mean, that's, I've stopped going. Because that's of that. the purpose for, yeah. for why I come is to do that stuff. Then last year, I found myself in this weird situation where Watsi like cut their seminars in half. They only did like one mm-hmm. or two a day, mm-hmm. and then I had all this time free, and I'm like, I don't know what to do with myself. So I went and recorded a bunch of Cobalt Press seminars because right. they were doing there was some interesting stuff there. And there was, yeah. there was. <clears throat> yeah, the one so, the one that they did about uh, Horde so of the Dragon Queen. This year. Watsi's not doing a single seminar. Really? They didn't. They barely sent any of their staff here. Um, some of the people that are always here aren't 
aren't here this year. Mm -hmm. uh, I only know of three or four people that are here, and I assume there'll be a couple of brand people here as well. Although I know some brand people aren't coming too. Mm -hmm. uh, Trevor Kidd, who is is not going to be here, and that that blows my yeah. mind. Yeah, Bob um, especially because he's always the one that hooks me yeah. up with free stuff. So yeah. now I don't he's know where Ed, Ed Greenwood's. <laughs> yeah, Ed, Ed yeah. Greenwood's he, not going to be here. The only author Bob Salvatore's not going to be here. Aaron Evans, right? Aaron will be here, but she's on here. She paid her way. Yeah. Um, and and uh, Richard Lee Byers is here on his own dime. Mm -hmm. uh, I, d I don't believe Troy Denning's going to be here. He's the only other author writing their own stuff right now. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, there's, I mean, they're just they didn't send anybody here. They're not running any seminars. Last year, at least they had the big sort of kickoff, big street party to kick off the, yeah, the, right. the mm -hmm. tyranny of dragons. They had those big, those big the props, the galas. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. So and, and so. How much <laughs> but, but they've done some remember with the actor who was oh, oh yeah, know, yeah 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 was he was he Lord Neverember I can't he remember he might have been yeah yeah but they've done something like that every single year there's been a murder for for years right oh they even had the sword crafted yeah, and somebody right? got to win it yeah, at home yeah, yeah. like they they've had a big thing so that and, and I think it's good PR right it gets the community yeah. excited and it's sure. a lot of fun or whatever um, they're not doing anything this year besides letting bald man games run games for them. Yeah, and, and and they're doing office hours. I'm, and I might try to sit in on some yeah. of the office hours and see see what's going on or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Um, but they're doing press interviews and office hours once a day, where just people can come up and ask informally ask them questions about the game. I hope everybody asks them about Moon Druids. <laughs> <laughs> so, I got I got some but kind of besides besides Mike's hang up about Moon Druids. Yeah. I'm playing a moon druid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now you know why I'm hung up. <laughs> so, but what does this mean? The fact that Watsy has slowly cut down to the point that they're barely even at Gen Con. What D&D started Gen Con, mm -hmm. and now D&D barely shows up at Gen Con, doesn't mean anything. Yeah, there's a lot of D&D here. Yeah, you just... Right? But, like, but, but not a lot like, of Watsy. But not exactly. like that. Well, exactly. I, 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 would, I would still argue with that because I don't. We'll see how big the D and D game. I mean, there's a lot of people. There's a, a lot, lot of people games, playing D and D, but it's just and games. I bet you watch. He's perfectly happy with just watching lots of people. Well, and, that, and that's what I'm wondering. Um, so th is this indicative? Like, I, I talk to people and I'm like, yeah, it's really sad. Watsy used to really show up, and now they're barely involved. And you know, I think it's I think it's indicative of what they're doing with D and D. That more it's more brand now, yeah. right? Like yeah. the same way. I know I've I've harped on this before. The same way Marvel and DC still sell comic books because they have to, but they really care about <laughs> the movies. Money. Yeah, the yeah. Movies <laughs> like I think that, but that's not irrelevant either because half the seminars that had last year were either selling or, or, or talking about novels or talking about video games. Sure, right? yeah, right. they're not doing that either. But now, or maybe their booth, they have their, their booth used to be screens right. and demos of right. the upcoming game. But also, well, like, gonna, is nobody showing Sword Coast Legends or anything here? No, but I, I think mean, if you're going to sell that go game, game here tomorrow, but. if you're going to sell that game, go to E3, which is what they did. Yeah, they had a huge PAX. E3 yeah. presence. They'll, have, they'll probably be great at packs as far as Sword Coast Legends go. They know everybody here is going to buy Sword Coast Legends <laughs> anyway. You know, like it, this is kind of like preaching to the choir. So I wonder if it's if it's that kind of thing. Yeah, but they've always preached to the yeah. choir. Like, yeah, and maybe if they had had last year. a big announcement like a new campaign setting or something like they that. They just announced it. They did. Know? Yeah, they did. They just the announced the new campaign <laughs> setting. <laughs> oh, did they? Yeah, totally. The, the Sword Coast. The Sword Coast. That's who are making it. So if you want to learn more about that, then you could. Go visit Green Ronin and yeah. find out information. But it's still a Watsy product. Yeah. Like, it's a lot of, right. but they've been doing a lot the of The Tyranny of Dragons was a kobold thing. Exactly. They've but, been outsourcing But they threw over a huge party for it last year. What <laughs> well, was the release of the edition to begin with? This yeah. is kind of an off year, you know? There's, so that's, that's my thought. It's like yeah. they're in the middle of, you know, they're kind of in the middle of the cycle. Exactly. I mean, I, I, yeah, I mean, I was, like, again, Michelle and I were talking about this, that 
you know, it's interesting because, you know, three... Am I going back far enough? Let's see. Two years ago was the first Gen Con where they had D&D Next. And everybody was kind of, like, really interested in what's, mm-hmm. what's this even going to look yeah, like. Yeah. Like, they'd had it out for six months. We played it at uh, Winter Fantasy at D&D Experience. Was the first time you could so, actually roll what was dice. It, what was it called that year? It was still next, uh, but it, no, no, no. What was Winter Fantasy slash D and D? I think it was D and D experience. Okay. <laughs> yeah. it's back and forth right, a little bit. Right. Yeah. I think it was D and D experience, and it was totally different than what we ended up with. Like yeah. they, oh. it was full of opposed roles. Really? Yeah, totally different. Well, even what we got in the, in the thing too. It was ago. interesting, but it was hella fun. Like yeah. you know, we played the what was the big adventure they had? Was the Dragon Spear? No. Keep of the Borderlands mm-hmm. was the adventure that everybody ran, and people were pulling out the old Keep of the Borderlands and running it straight, and it worked, and it was fun. And um, but so six months later was when Next came out, so everybody kind of came to Gen Con like, "What's this going to be like?" And it was that was kind of the first time. You remember? I, I think they did this. Didn't everybody have to sign an NDA? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So everybody had to sign an NDA in order to, you know, in order to even. I've play. signed enough NDAs. I know. Well, <laughs> so yeah, one? right. Yeah, so, you, you, and, you and I both. But I mean, it was odd because it was like. You mean have to, you know, how many people are you having signed NDAs? It must be 500 NDAs. Yeah. You know, or more, 1,000 NDAs that they probably signed. They ran on the paper. And why? So, yeah, and why? Like, this is all of us, right? Like, <laughs> who are we going to talk to about it? You're right? running Everybody public, I know. Running in public, right. public Everybody public I know that's going to care is here. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so, <laughs> so um, then, then last year was the books came out. And not even all the books had come out, yeah. right? Only the player's handbook had come out. Yeah, that. the Monster Manual. Monster like, Manual. Yeah, right? but, but people got some early copies yeah. of the Monster I know, Manual. right, yeah. Um, but, but really, there were, they had no... I mean, it was just the player's handbook, so it was the first time we were really playing 5th edition at right. Gen Con, so yeah. that was a big deal. But now it's been out a year, mm-hmm. right? Now we've been playing it, we've all, you know, picked it to death. They and, all, but they went years without new big things like that going on, that they still showed up big at the con. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, mean, I don't know. But I don't I know think, how much I'd read into it. You know, they've been, I, I think the writing is on the wall in the sense that they've been downsizing the yeah. staff who works on the game. The and overall strategy. Outsourcing stuff. For their company yeah. seems to have changed. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and they're trying that out, right? And that's not atypical. Like, WotC has, for a long time, and the D&D brand for a long time has gone through these cycles, where the staff shrinks down and, yeah. they, and they freelance everything, right. and then they get fed up with the quality of work they're getting from the freelancers, and so they start bringing it all in-house, and then the staff gets too big and it gets too expensive, and then they start freelancing again, and it just goes round and round and round. Well, the, now, this yeah. is about as small as I've seen it go, and this whole uh, going to studios thing is new, uh, but even that, like, I hear from those studios, like, it's kind of a pain to work with Watsi, and they're giving us tons of notes, and I don't know if I'd do it again, maybe I would, maybe I wouldn't, they're going to run out of people to do it, you know? <laughs> So, yeah, Mar- Morris on N-World wrote something recently. I guess he, he had posted something and mentioned this idea that, hey, I see you're outsourcing your work to Green Oni. And uh, Jeremy Crawford said, look, you know, the term outsourcing isn't appropriate in this context, <laughs> right? They, they wrote it, and we've been working with it, but the, 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 the cycle of how we produce this is very tightly right. knit. Yeah, like, yeah. that is a Wizards of the Coast product, you know? Right. And, and, you know, so, so that was it, – it was – I think that may be different than what it's been in the past. A, because that doesn't seem like they're doing it to everybody. It's not like third edition where, you know. No, no, no. But, but that's, uh, I've talked to two of the three studios so far. Yeah. And, and the impression I got from Kobold and Sasquatch is that Watsy kept a very tight leash. Yeah, yeah right, right, right. Uh, and, and they would write. Far tighter than it was. They would write 50, they would write 50 pages and then Watsy would come right. back, with them, back right. with them with five pages of notes. Yeah. You know? Oh, <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I think that's part of when you work in a creative medium, uh, you know, everybody, like, you know, uh, 
when I worked in National Geographic, we would hire outside companies to edit something, but I was there sitting behind the editor, you know, suggesting cuts. And And, and that's fine, but would those people come back if you offered them more work? Yes. Because Rich Baker from Sasquatch Games told me he's not sure that he would. Right. Because it it was a lot more work than they expected because of how... how, Well, this is... This this is new to this process. So the other interesting thing is we we talk about, you know, Cobalt and Sasquatch and Green Ronin, but then you look at the people that are actually doing it. And in many cases, they're old yeah. Wizards of the Coast right. or TSR employees, right? <laughs> although Green Running's not. Well, Green Running, I'm, although, I'm not sure. Although it's, it's also, like, if you look at those products, if you look at especially the Green Running and Sasquatch stuff. Yeah. Um, Sasquatch definitely was. Everybody there was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and both of them hired freelancers to help them. Sure. And in a lot of cases, I think they both hired the same... I think Rob Schwab worked on both <laughs> books. I think Ed Greenwood worked on both books. Oh, yeah. like, they keep going to the well, same... Well, so who are <laughs> Rob Schwab, who was part of... Yeah, who was part of... Who was part of... Ed Greenwood, who's been there longer than anybody right. else. <laughs> because if you need so, somebody to write two right. pages about Red Larch, you call Ed Greenwood. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, right. Why wouldn't you? Because yeah. he'll and give then, you ten. And then he'll give you ten. Yeah. So, so... You know, so it's interesting. And yeah, I do wonder, like, you know, the kind of sign for the times of this idea that everything is. Yeah, and part of me, part of me wonder, like, you you see Watsi uh, downsizing. You know, they're, they're mm-hmm. certainly shrinking their their people, and it, we're at a point now where Watsi's, I think, half their staff or more are are brand people or licensing people. Sure. They're not designers, so or yeah. editors or whatever. Um, and I think you see stuff like this, and, and on one hand, you hear all these stories about how incredibly popular 5th edition has been, mm-hmm. and yet things are shrinking, and then mm-hmm. their presence at the con has shrunk significantly in the last few years. And part of me wonders if it, if this isn't, par- at least partially, um, a symptom of being part of Hasbro. Mm-hmm. Because if you're Paizo, uh-huh. you, you can say, you know what? We may yeah. it, every it, every it, dollar that comes back in comes back into the staff. It's, it's, yeah. a, it's a ton of work, right. and we and they can sell their own products, so they make something, right? And, right. and and they can maybe be profitable, but is it really worth their time and effort? Well, it is because it, it's it's a lot of fun mm-hmm. for them, mm-hmm. right? Um, I don't think Hasbro is willing to say, you know what, we're willing to have this really low profit margin on this con yeah. because it's a lot of fun. Um, so yeah. there's just a, I think there's a cost benefit analysis going on. We, you can spend the money doing this, right? Or we can spend it running ads in, in Forbes magazine and sell more product sure. because of it. And so make more it's, money. it's probably nitpicky, but I don't know how much we you know. And so I'm going to make a couple statements. One is I don't know how much it's Hasbro and how much it's Watsy. Wizards big, right? Sure. Wizards itself is a great big. Enterprise, uh, no, sure. But, and so they're probably and, and what I've heard is part Hasbro really doesn't do a whole lot. I, I understand, other than looking at bottom my, lines, probably right. But if they look at the bottom line yeah. and seeing the margins on on that brand are not as good as you want, then they yeah. might look at something like the con. The other have as big a margin. The other thing, though, that that I find to be more of an interesting intellectual enterprise is what does it what does it mean for the product, mm-hmm. right? What does it mean for us? You know, what does it mean for us as fans of D and D? What are we? What is our expectation? Is this an if? You know, is is Watsi's, is the size of Watsi's presence a at, at Gen Con, an, an indicator of a change in, in what we expect from the product. Uh, and the product, not yet. Or the, but, long, the product. But, but, but the, yeah. the impression I get, even from talking to designers working for other studios or whatever, is that they're, they have concerns about what it might mean for future product. Um, but, but more than that, it, it affects my con. 
Right? I came to Gen Con. 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 I want to go to a big keynote and see panels with all the the authors. I want to do the crazy. But it is, yeah. I mean, yeah. You know, I agree with that. Like for me, it's it's different because it doesn't affect the books I buy, but it affects how much fun I have for these four days. Yeah, yeah. Well, so that's a good question. Like, I mean, so I didn't sit in ninety two different seminars for the entire session, and and again. You did it for me, yeah. and, and I could just go play games, which is what I'm doing this year anyway. So, uh, but they did kind of have those those big sort of events. I mean, I remember I think right across the street from where we're sitting right now was the yeah. uh, the big theater, or maybe it's I guess it's down the street a little bit, right? The big theater. Oh, the that's theater, they, yeah, it's over, yeah, yeah, and that's where they had these sort of big open events up in the top floor, and they took, can only take like five people yeah, on the elevator. It's actually, time. getting there was miserable. Yeah, but well, you know, but it's kind of not your press. You got to be in the first. Oh elevator. yeah, I remember. I remember. <laughs> actually, first. we got to we got to right. make an I got to earlier. complain about you on Twitter. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, so, so you know, <laughs> and we got drink tokens. We got to drink for free that night. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> so I guess yeah. Now, now we get I'm down impressed. to it. Now we know why you're so mad. <laughs> right? You're not getting free drinks, right? <laughs> Where's my free drinks? drinks. <laughs> Where are my free drinks, wizards? <laughs> um, so you know, so the, they're not doing that. But like, I don't know what they would do with those. Because the funny thing is, I think we went to a couple of those. And they were big events, and they were nice, but did we really hear anything new? And the answer was, well, not really. You know, it's interesting you say that, because, like, there used to be a tendency in the Bill Slavasek years that Bill Slavasek, and I've heard this from people, sort of saw himself as the Steve Jobs of gaming Mm -hmm. and wanted to have his keynote right where they announced like the next six months of product right. and they had right. the PowerPoint we were all taking pictures and tweeting it and all that kind of stuff and, we, and that room was packed it was the only D&D seminar that yeah was I remember yeah. and they had reserved press yeah. seats and in the Dark front. Sun right you yeah know, yeah, yeah. Like, and so, I was sitting out front and I had like 38 tweets as a Dark Sun I'm like why is everybody so excited about a book that's coming out in nine months right, mm-hmm. right. right. Uh, like everybody had to be first to right. put out a tweet mm-hmm. for a book that's going to be out in nine months right right, right. Well, um, now that's when books come out is every nine months. So. Well, and, and, <laughs> and now they, they're, they're, I mean, they don't, they haven't done anything like that for for years because they've been playtesting and not. Yeah, and in fact, they announced a book like two weeks ago. Well, right, and that's what I was to say is that, yeah. and now, and now they're announcing stuff just online through their website right. and not right. not making a deal about. Hey, by the way, new this and new that. Here's you know they made two announcements I think in the last couple. Well, of weeks. And, and maybe you know, and that this uh, I, I think also gets to it, which is. Who are they really exciting? You know, are they exciting us, us people who are writing websites and doing podcasts and everything like that? We were real interested in it, but no, no one else really cared, right? Like, they, yeah, but some of that excitement, like they want to excite us because then we're going to yeah, go talk we, to everybody we, else about right. it. We, we right. said it back. So we're yeah. doing it. You know, like I think that's part of it is we're doing the seminaring for them. Right. You know they don't they don't need to come here and talk about it because we're doing it. I, th- I thought about it because I, when I so when I went to sign up for stuff for the con, I'm like, oh, Watsy's not doing anything, right? But Cobalt Press has like doubled their number of seminars. Maybe they saw an opportunity. Yeah, <laughs> that's hey, true. Watsy's yeah. not going to do stuff. We'll do advice on every topic possible. We'll, we'll have product lines. Like, look how many more products. So, just if you look at raw products that come out that have come out, green, look at Green Ornine compared to Green Ornine has like this is the. Like, they have spent three years building up to this six-month period where everything's coming out. And maybe, maybe there'll be a drought for the <laughs> yeah, next. Yeah, maybe. But just, it feels like, yeah. And, and again, we, we, I think we know from the fourth edition times, and certainly from the third edition times, that lots of products doesn't make for a great yeah. experience, right? Yeah, <laughs> right? I mean, but I would rather them come out with 
two careful products a year. Exactly, that yeah. are well-crafted and, you know, it gives you more D&D. Like, yeah. you're still not through Princes of the Apocalypse in most I'm cases. I'm not through either. You know? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so, I'm still on Rise of Tiamat and Princes of the Apocalypse. Yeah, and I think, I guess for me, maybe what they're looking at is, if they are on a tight leash from WotC or Hasbro leadership, they're, you know, it's like, hey, why do people come to Gen Con? Well, they really come to play games, and we know because they're Jeff Griner is the only guy in these seminars with a microphone. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's yeah, downloading the Androids. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you know, like I, I think if the, if that's what they're seeing is most people are here to play games, and it's like, hey, we've got the guys who are you know contractors who run the Adventurers League. Let's bring them in, and we'll send Chris Tulock and a few designers, and we're good. You know, maybe that's just what it is until they. Because I really think, as much as we hear, we have the next seven years planned. We have the next. They know what stories they're going to tell. Yeah. But they're clueless how they're going to continue to release products. Right. I think, like, they know they want to release them slowly. I don't know they're clueless. Quality. I think they have a plan, but they're flexible. Because you, you know, what if it? Sure. If it's yeah. Not. Well, and that's like the the PDF that came out with Elemental Evil originally, right, was rumored to yeah. possibly be a book, a book yeah. and then it was like, no, that's not happening, and we were like, oh, well, now we'll get a lot of free PDFs, except now we have a book coming out, you know, around yeah, the time of Rage of Demons yeah. with yeah, class yeah, options yeah. and stuff. So, you know, um, and when I said setting, I guess I meant besides the realms, because I feel <laughs> like we, we have so much realmsian stuff. Like, I feel yeah. like if there was a big well, Ravenloft launch... As, I mean, as a realms yeah. guy, I can tell you, we've barely scratched the surface. <laughs> yeah, right. There's, and that's that's true. That's yeah. Kind of the There's 90% of the world they haven't even touched. <laughs> right. that's, that's kind of the way I feel. Like, I, I was a really a realms guy. I kind of want to see what's right. going on in Thay. I spent, I spent all of 4th edition in Nintir Vale. Yeah. <laughs> so, so playing with, playing with, or I guess, we, you know, Dark Sun and some other ones, but I did play a lot of realms until now and I wasn't really a realms guy before and now I look back and it's that that hundred year gap is causing me problems because I'm like you know the last material about this particular town was a hundred years ago. <laughs> Anything could have happened. Right, yeah. Who runs it? Right? How do you know who runs it? Right. And, and most of the time, there. it's kind of like, yeah, it's the same people. Right. Yeah. 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 They're, they're so. still famous for their terrible kick. Honestly, if you look at the novels, honestly, they, they, they sometimes go out of their way to explain why things aren't dramatically different. Right, <laughs> right. They, they, it's... Basically the same, it's same, same place. place. Yeah, that's I mean, my, my 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 grandfather. The, right the big yeah. theme of the Sundering, the big event yeah, well, introduced well, the edition, was basically the... well, we're gonna bring it back to the way it used to be without going without you know Nimsy without going back in time. Right. You know, there's a town Nimsy where you know they gave. Drizzt and Brunor and Wolfgar a bunch of crap when they ne- showed uh, up. Nesmi. Nesmi. Yeah. And then, like, you know, a hundred years later, like, hey, we're still giving you crap. Yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. Really? <laughs> you know? Like, you're still jerking. Well, well that, I mean, that's the same book, basically. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Rewrote. yeah, we talked about that. <laughs> yeah. Actually, he's, he's in the book before that. He hasn't even got to where we were. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> it's like Thousand Orcs Part 2. Yeah. 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 Uh, Vengeance of the Iron Dwarf, we talked about, is feeling a lot like... Thousand Orcs Part Two, although, although that's right because I skipped the first, I skipped Thousand Orcs, so no, I'm good. Salvatore sort of I got the disagreed gist. with us in the interview, but that was right. sort of our take. Yeah, well, yeah what's he gonna say? Yeah, I wrote the same book. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, ah, gotcha. It's the same book, but it ends differently this time. Oh, right? yeah. <laughs> so. yeah, no, no treaties. So, Rudy, what do you think? You're the D and D V and G guy. Should we be seeing more of a presence of Sword Coast Legends here? Uh, like a I month mean, away this isn't a video league, game so. convention, so. No. Do you okay. think we will? Yeah. I, I would be surprised if we don't see something here. Yeah. Sure. I mean, uh, I mean, you think they'll have heroes yeah. inside yeah. of the demon? Somebody's got to have a demo somewhere. 
I don't know. They haven't released anything to the public. They, 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 they've done that in the past. Yeah. They've had demos set up. Yeah. Uh, I feel like, like last when year Neverwinter I saw stuff came out. For Warhammer, but yeah, but yeah. so Watsi's done it in the past, but that was when they had a booth and they had stuff set up in yeah. the booth where you could come and see. They don't have a booth, <laughs> but they've been using they had Project Morningstar all over the place a year ago. Oh, yeah. no. <laughs> sorry, sorry, I couldn't help it, but it was true. Uh, no, it wasn't Project Morningstar in that part. It had, it had its official name. It was Dungeons Dungeonscape. Dungeons Pile of people walking around with iPads showing I, you what you could in do. In fact, I think the demo was great. We were real excited <laughs> for it. <laughs> I, think, I think Gen Con is when they debuted the name Dungeonscape because I walked I around right. and I kept, right. I kept seeing yeah. the Dungeonscape stuff. I'm like, what's that? And why don't they have Project Morningstar? Yeah, where's Project yeah. Morningstar? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> Sorry. So maybe Sorry we'll hear more about digital tools. I don't think so. <laughs> I, I mean, I think Jeff's right. I don't think we're going to hear about much. No. You know, I mean... I, I think there may be... We may go into the D&D area tomorrow and see that they've set up screens showing demo videos or whatever of the games. Video probably games. be a statue of Drew. I, mean, I, I don't know why you oh, wouldn't... The same statue. <laughs> I, I, mean, I, don't, I don't think... The, it's I think a badass statue, yeah. I think there's a large... Yeah. Um, segment of the the population that are interested and come to Gen Con that don't troll online constantly trying to uh, trolls sure. the word, but but are you know running around online constantly researching and figuring out what the latest thing news is. Yeah, I imagine there are a, a segment of D and D players at Gen Con who don't know much about Sword Coast Legends. Mm-hmm. Sure, this is an opportunity for them to, to get help get the word. Maybe out. they'll have like a trailer or something. I don't know. That they'll there might be screens showing yeah. in game footage or the trailers yeah. or something. Uh, but. I don't know that I'll be able to sit down and play something. When is it coming yeah, out? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, September, I believe? So pretty soon. Yeah, they, pretty better soon. Be, they better be pretty close to being able yeah, to show something. I don't know that they've had... I don't know that they've been at a big convention like this outside of E3 and had like yeah. actual public sit down and try it out, yeah, though. Right. Yeah. That'd be great. I would be so pumped if I could <laughs> I would get in line for eight hours to try it out. <laughs> but if I'll, wait, I'll wait a, a couple demo. months. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm in. I'll wait till after Metacritic comes out. <laughs> review. So, what, um, are there any other D and D electronic games coming out? I thought I remember something else coming out. Uh, yeah, they're I doing maybe new. they're doing a Baldur's Gate one point five. That, you know, no, the, the, the yeah, right, 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 right. And right. The, the designers yeah. behind that said that they had permission to. Oh, really? Make exactly. a, I don't know. It's you know with licenses it's controversial. It's, it's not controversial, oh. but it's very in the air, and I don't know that anybody wants to. That necessarily? Oh, I totally play it. You play that? Okay. Oh, yeah. They're using the same old school. I know. I, I just played the other. Three. You played the enhanced version. I played all of them. Yeah. yeah. I just. I don't know. Baldur's but it's, it would still be in like. I just, played, I just played Icewind Dale this yeah. summer. Yeah. You did. It would still be advanced if they released. That would be kind of weird. Yeah, but I bet they could do a couple. Yeah, because the balance. You know, I, I remember like, why I hated to, those to games. release yeah. a D and D video game that uses the advanced, and then you have Sword yeah. Coast that's yeah. at fifth. It might be just confusing yeah. to new players. They, they've done a lot of that though, because they had the MMO. They had two different MMOs, MMOs simultaneously. The new ones like it's, it's, it's all about bringing in all the old players of all editions, yeah. right? So. Yeah, I don't know that they care too much. Yeah, we'll see. I don't know. There has been, money. There has I had been this conversation on the way on the so. way up here. I had this conversation that you know before I see a new Baldur's Gate game, I want to see an Iowa. I want to play Planescape Torment on my iPad. Like That'd be pretty cool. I, I don't care about anything else. Them porting anything else over. I'm surprised they haven't. I want to play Torment because yeah. that that is clearly the, the best yeah. old yeah. The old D and D game ever. Yeah, everybody wants to do that one. Everybody so why is it happening? Why are we getting Baldur's Gate? We're working on it. Maybe they special time. Make sure it's really good. Or maybe it's a licensing thing. Yeah. 
I don't know that's true. But they've yeah. already licensed all those other games through Beam Dog. It's the same thing. Every negotiation every time. Yeah. yeah. When are we going to get a Stronghold remake? That's what I want to know. <laughs> D&D Stronghold. Oh, Didn't you review that game? We did. James hated it. <laughs> Everyone hated it. <laughs> I disliked it. It's a strong one. I oh, Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance. Do you remember that one? Yeah, it was yeah. the, the uh, action game on the PlayStation. The co-op game. Yeah, really good. Yeah. yeah. It was fun. All right, well, do we have any other thoughts? About, I mean, we have rambled now 46 oh, minutes. Oh, yes. At one point, we'd each gone through our stuff, and I looked at this time, and I'm like, wow, well, this is going to be a short 12-minute thing. Yeah, and, and that, that went fine. And then yeah. I brought up cons, and Mike, you know, <laughs> Mike yeah, talks. Yeah, I, I can fill yeah. uh, Mike and Ed Greenwood, you only need about three questions. <laughs> I, uh, so you asked me about my characters, I, man. Just, yeah. Who was that? That wasn't me. James. I, yeah, I'm sorry. I, I thought it was So cool. let me tell you about Cole. I'm so, he's, he's trying. He's got some trouble. What's, What's his flaw? What <laughs> so his parents were killed by orcs. <laughs> no way. Yeah. He's an orphan? Oh, yeah. I've never heard of a With character gray with gray eyes. He's got gray Whoa. eyes. Oh, nice. Nice. Also, uh, so there is one thing uh, that uh, I left out, which Rudy reminded me, uh, that we're excited about, uh, which is Friday night of Gen Con. Oh, yeah. Uh, we're going to have the, uh, the little tome show unofficial yeah. get-together yeah. uh, at the Tavern on South, uh, which is like a mere block from the con. So, uh, yeah, so I'm really excited to do that. Hopefully people show up. If not, it'll be a fun yeah, gathering like this where we yell really at each other. I because I knew it was an opportunity to talk to you guys. Right. <laughs> right. Here we are. So, that off. Yeah. That's a great yeah. 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 The Indies and sounds, like, sounds like my Friday's free. <laughs> <laughs> Although yeah. Schwab said he was going to come. Oh, really? Yeah, Rob Schwab will be there. And, and I've heard that Aaron Evans might yeah. pop by. Yeah. Um, I heard Wolfgang Bauer. Wolfgang yeah. said when really? the are over, he's going to try to swing by. Oh, yeah. I, I oh, tagged yeah. a bunch of people on a Facebook post and said, any of these people who show up, I'll buy them their first drink. I'm going to make these minutes of money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Although Aaron's pregnant, she probably won't be drinking. Yeah. <laughs> it's, the, uh, it's the entertainment weekly party at Comic-Con. The Tome <laughs> Show party is the equivalent. That's right. That's right. That's excellent. Absolutely. I don't know. What, I, I don't know what the schedule is. This. So, so since I'm not anticipating any of the seminars being like pressing or big announcements or breaking news or any of that, it's mostly going to be here's what's coming out in the next six months or nine months or here's some advice. It's going to be a lot of advice episodes yeah. and stuff. I don't know if we're going to put if I'm going to be uploading this stuff and pushing Sam for like immediate release sure. like we of had course, in previous years. Um, so I don't know if you're going to hear this. During Gen Con or like in a few weeks, we'll see how it all plays out. <laughs> it was fun meeting you Friday night. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Man, so, Friday was crazy. So, so if this comes out during right. the con and you listen to it, can't come believe and meet us on Friday night. night. Yeah, or know that we'll probably do a thing like that next year. Yeah. So yeah, provided we survive. Yeah. Oh, right, because it's going to be that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> if we get the timing down, we're hoping to do some live recordings next year. I tried to pull it off this year and screwed up the timing, so it just ne- never happened. But um, next year, we're definitely going to hit early and get some live recording podcast recordings in, too. So start looking for that already. Yeah, yeah next absolutely. Year. So. All right. Nice. Any last thoughts? We will check back in in a few days and see how it all played out. But I really want one of those D&D patches. That Mike oh, these can be Yeah. Right. yeah. yeah. The, 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 uh, Nathan Stewart, who's, who's I'm, I'm planting seeds. So if any of you guys yeah. get me one of those bags, <laughs> Nathan Stewart, who's one of the brand people, said uh, tweeted or whatever. I'm not coming, but I, but I'm sending all this swag right. with Mike Murray. Right. 
uh, and the patches were in there, but but like eighty percent of it was the stickers. It's like they send me like yeah, five stickers with every press release. Yeah. It's like I have so many D and D stickers, and I and I haven't put any of them on anything yet. It's like I don't I don't stickers. They're they're cool looking, but I don't know where night. to put them anymore. They're just cluttering up my house. <laughs> you gotta just stick them all over I somebody's car. Right? <laughs> Find an enemy. Find an enemy and put it over their car. Uh, I'll put a sticker on top of the sticker that says thetomeshow.com and they give them away the prizes. <laughs> so it'll just be an ampersand and then right. at the bottom tomeshow.com. Tome <laughs> Alright, well I think this is the end of our 50 minute conversation pre-Gen Con conversation. We'll see you in a few days, and, and between now and then, you'll hear a bunch of seminars coming out whenever it is that Sam and I decide this stuff will be coming out. Because he already has a full schedule planned out for like two weeks, doesn't he? Yeah. So I don't know if he planned a, ga- a gap to, to, to put <laughs> oh, this wow. stuff in. So. Wait, yeah. um, all right, so we'll see you guys then. Thank you for listening, and if you enjoyed the show, please consider using our Amazon and D&D Classics affiliate links found on the show notes at thetomeshow.com. Thanks again, and keep gaming.